you know, we've talked about arming our EMTs and paramedics. Uh, we've talked about that on the show, uh, you know, a couple times, Kelly. And I got to tell you, the more and more that we start to see, you know, all these attacks that are going on, the more and more, you know, you start mm-hmm. to think about, is there some type of um, uh, tool that our EMTs and, and paramedic providers need to keep themselves safer? The more and more EMS agencies now that you see on the news are starting to get body armor. Mm-hmm. What are they doing that for? So it, it seems that it's only a matter of time before you're going to start to see some type of uh, uh, arming of our providers if things are going to start to get bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, is is it a bad thing now to, to deputize the, the EMTs and the paramedics and teach them a little bit about law enforcement and teach them a little bit about self-defense and teach them a little bit about, uh, you know, how to handle these weapons? I don't know. But uh, we certainly appreciate Sean sending us his uh, his email. Uh, and I'm really interested, I'm sure he is too, about what you think about it. Well, you know, the, the, the video link that he sent was, uh, it's an old one, uh, been around the internet quite a while, but it's the basis for, uh, law enforcement teaching in, in their academies, uh, that, a a knife wielding attacker within 21 feet is an imminent and lethal threat, um, because they can generally get to you and open you up before you can, uh, clear your holster. Uh, and, and, uh, martial artist Dan Inosanto demonstrates that multiple times throughout this training videos. It looks like circa 1980s. I've seen it a number of times. But uh, Sean makes a good point that, you know, in the close confines of an ambulance cab, if, uh, if an attacker is armed, um, you know, you're, you're going to get hurt. Whether you're, whether you're wearing a, a pistol or not, you're going to get hurt unless you have some type of uh, open hand uh, martial arts training, some self-defense training. You're probably going to catch some knife wounds. Um, but I, I think he also makes some some assumptions that that I don't necessarily uh, agree with. Uh, number one, that uh, we would be openly armed. I, I don't think uh, open uh, carry for EMTs is much of a deterrent. Uh, cops get shot all the time, uh, and they're openly carrying with with badges and symbols of authority. Um, I don't think that uh, increasingly now that uh, that EMS is, is no longer viewed as non-combatants, and we're losing our uh, our um, uh, non-combatant status in the eyes of, of some of the people who would do us violence. Um, and I certainly don't think that carrying a weapon on our hip visibly uh, would deter an attack. Um, and he he rightfully points out that that. Uh, or not just him, but but others have rightfully pointed out that an that an openly carried weapon in the back of an ambulance, um, unless you have specific training in weapons retention and a good retention holster, you don't have a gun. We have a gun. So what about we meaning the patient and you? Right, right. <laughs> it's just a matter of who's controlling it right now. Um, but I, I do. I don't think that's where the where a pistol. Uh, would do the most good. Um, first of all, if you have a patient who's that prone to violence and you've got him in your ambulance in the first place, the question then becomes, why the heck do you have him in your ambulance? Why are you transporting him if he is that much of a risk? Uh, have you assessed him and, and not found weapons on him before you even loaded him? Uh, why did you load him if he was that violent? That's something that, that uh, Kip points out in, yeah. in his uh, in his classes is that it's not our job to restrain people and to... And to uh, um, put people in custody. Uh, so that, that's the fallacy. Number one is that we're fighting with someone who doesn't want to be there 
in the back of our ambulance. I don't think that's where a where a pistol would uh, or a, a, any type of handgun would would do us any good. Uh, it may do some good outside of an ambulance, but one of the the things that people mistaken about my position on the subject is is just because uh, uh, you know I'm I carry a weapon off duty and uh, and and I'm fond of, of shooting that sort of thing, they think I'm an automatically an advocate for uh, for armed EMS, and I'm not. What I am not also is someone who is going to dictate to another EMT or another human being how they may or may not defend themselves. So while I may not choose to uh, carry a weapon myself on an ambulance, and I don't think it's a good idea for other people, if it were legally permissible for an EMT to go armed on the ambulance, I'm not going to advocate that uh, that, that right be taken away. 